Good morning. Welcome to the virtual rec room. This is back of the cereal box. And this morning, we've got a little bit different kind of show because we're going to be joined by a very special guest and you get to ask us anything. There's no agenda this morning. It's kind of open forum and we can't wait to hear what's on your mind right after this. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss, John and Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean. Helmets Presley and he's still the king. Some things are only imitatable. You can't be that original. Hey there, friends and foes. Good morning, Multiverse. Welcome to the Virtual Rec Room. This is Back of the Cereal Box, a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturday mornings of our youth while surviving adulthood today. I am your host, John Pica, the prophet of pop culture and Avengers comic books, Star Wars movies, and Saturday morning cartoons made me who I am today. And this morning, I am enjoying a bowl of Waffle Crunch from Malto Meal, and um, let's welcome in my co-host, the Emotional Support Canadian, the Peppermint Princess, your favorite barista, and the social media socialite, the one, the only, Willow Skyler. Good morning, Willow. Oh, we have no sound from Willow. She's on mute. Sorry. Hello, everyone. Good morning, Willow. And look who just joined us in the rec room. But before we bring Ivy up, Willow, we have new listeners. We have new viewers every week. Tell everyone who you are, what you do, and what your pop culture passion is, and what's in your bowl this morning. Well, okay, so today is podcaster by day, uh, photographer by later day. <laughs> uh, I am going to be working at a at the at our furry convention this weekend as a photographer and videographer. Uh, Wild Prairie Furs. The theme is tropical paradise. Uh, so, those of you who have no idea what a furry is, it's people that like to dress up as animals all right <laughs> all right i love it i love it and um what's in your bowl this morning it is a, the um frosted uh flakes honey oh okay edition so it, it, they're really good i like them now when um, you brought that bowl into the room before we went live it was <laughs> like peaked and you've already eaten that much in just like three minutes it's that's amazing. I, that, must... That's how much I like my cereal. <laughs> or that's how hungry you were. That is true. I did. Like last night, I had one piece of pizza. My husband had the other piece that I brought home. <laughs> we're going to talk about that experience in just a minute. <laughs> uh, please welcome to the virtual rec room all the way from New York City. She's going to body slam you with laughter. She's going to put an arm bar on your funny bone. The Silver Queen. 
Ivy Roman. What's up, everyone? Wait a minute, Uh-oh. Johnny. Why you have that split screen like that? I'm over here relaxed. Well, there I know. You go. Come on, man. I know, but we we want to see you like this. We want to see Why? you. Why you can't see my studio? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because it's all about Ivy Roman Studio. I have cereal boxes behind me, Johnny. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. My name is Ivy Roman. I am a professional wrestler, comedian, and my fandom is X-Men. Uh, of course, my favorite of all time now is Orville. And uh, today I have in my coffee honeycomb and this is the first time i'm trying it and i'm super super excited to try it so hold on let me put my coffee down hopefully i don't spill it all over myself because i do make messes <laughs> i am a child when it, i can't open it oh i can open it <laughs> so it's okay ivy i'm the same way i swear like it, anything that has like yeah filling in it i'll get all over my shirt you guys hear that yeah goodness for those of you just listening ivy is opening her box of honeycombs honeycomb honeycomb hun hun honeycomb honeycomb backwards she's showing backwards i'm pouring it into my coffee you guys into her coffee overflowing the coffee cup And it's hitting her desk, echoing all over the room. It's <laughs> phenomenal. And she's going to try it with her coffee. Although that piece that you just got could not have touched the coffee. It didn't. I wanted to touch it so natural. <laughs> so natural. I wanted to taste it before it got infused with coffee flavor. It still tastes the same. Our, I used our, to love this as a kid. Our special guest in the uh, in the green room right now is thinking one thing. Uh-oh. He wants to say it so bad. Oh, my God. There's trouble. Drew, what do you hey, want to Drew. say to that? You're on mute, bud. Is everybody on mute today? That's what she said. <laughs> I knew it! I knew it was coming. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is Drew Milden of Drew versus the World. Drew, tell everyone... Because you are our one of our rotating co-hosts. Tell everyone who you are, what you do, and what's in your bowl this morning. My name is Drew. I'm the host of Drew vs. the World podcast, which each week you learn something and you become a world changer yourself through inspiration, through the information that my um, guests give you. Um, so you could become part of the Drew crew. That's you. Become part of the Drew crew. Um and my fandom is all about um, Spider-Man, Marvel, and thing that just literal pop culture all around the world, um, from anime to um, 1970s sitcoms to weird shows that I thought I, it was a fever dream, but actually was real shows, like Pirates of the Dark Water, things mm-hmm. like that, so... That's my fandom, and I love it. And today, I do not have anything in my bowl because my son ate all my um, my cereal. Um, but <laughs> what was in my bowl was a nice, cold, and tasty um, was cinnamon toast crunch. It was all right, delicious. All right, so Drew, I have a favor to ask. Mm-hmm. 
as you see, your your camera is kind of tilted up. Are you able to bring it like this so we get more of your beautiful face? There we go. There go. Look at that. Oh, as he shakes out his luxurious mane of hair that isn't there. Um, now, Ivy, so what's the verdict? Honeycombs in the coffee? Yeah, I actually really do love it. Um, I forgot a spoon, so I've been like just using my fingers <laughs> and finding a way to have it. But um, no, I really I'm enjoying it right now. It's great. I'm actually sipping it. And then when the coffee is dragging the cereal like a little river into my mouth, pause. Um, it just tastes really good. Dragging a little river into your mouth. Of cereal. <laughs> cereal, guys. Cereal. Of cereal. I, I just, cereal. You know, I, this is I don't... back in a cereal box late night edition. <laughs> we did that last weekend. So, um. So we are called Back of the Cereal Box because uh, I am of an age where we did not have smartphones or tablets at the breakfast table on Saturday morning. We were reading the back of the cereal box, or in this case, the back of the cereal bag. Um, and uh, that was, you know, in between cartoons, comics, kaiju, kung fu movies. That was our newspaper. That was our world. That was our portal. And so this show celebrates all of the fun, cool stuff about pop culture from the back of the cereal box. And I don't know about you guys, but um, when I was a kid, and even still today, um, uh, after after Saturday morning cereal and cartoons, I was hopping on the bike and riding down to the pool or riding down to the mall or going to Saturday matinee movies. And um, that was my... Uh, that was that was my Saturday experience. What about you guys? Yes, no. Uh, maybe? Well, yeah, very much the same outside pretty much all day. Um, uh, even even after <clears throat> the the lights on uh, around the area would go on, we would play tag at night. There was a game that we loved to play called. Um, uh, called monster and uh, what, what we would do is it as we were finding everyone the monster would grow and grow until we found everybody that was hiding around the neighborhood and it would literally span like three or four yards depending on who where where it started from like uh, my neighborhood and it always seemed like there was more kids like every night that we would play this game. Yeah, so in New York, that's called manhunt. And, <laughs> and everybody uh, has a different thing. And uh, yeah. it's not really legal to go into buildings and, and hide in <laughs> strangers' buildings, but it was either you were running from the person trying to get you or you're trying to get the cops for, uh, from chasing you down from trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, that you have already. Pixar, Disney. It's cute. I love it. But <laughs> nothing fires me up like running from the cops on a hot summer day. <laughs> Johnny's like, Ivy, you yes, the cops? Yes, and yes, Ivy. I remember those late nights or early mornings and you just get everybody from down the block or everybody in the building and you just go outside and everybody's just sprawling around like 
literally six blocks of Brooklyn streets and then everybody comes together and you're searching for like two or three people that may be in an abandoned building. <laughs> now, Ivy Roman recently got to experience true rural mid-America life when she came down for ICC Con and stayed with Debartee. And Debartee lives out in the middle of nowhere. And the, out there, the crickets are so loud. Ivy's like, like, like uh, my cousin Vinny. Like, what, what was that? What was what? What? No, what's all those I little lights it. floating first around off, in the sky? First off, you guys don't give me any credit and think just because I'm a city girl, <laughs> I don't know anything about the woods. I have been hiking and trailing and camping since I was ten years old, and it was a breath of fresh air for sure because it's something that I missed. But you guys, there's a story about my Uber Eats. I was so hungry at like 10 o'clock and I was like, hey, D, is there anywhere I can like, what's the quickest location that can deliver to you? And she looked at me. She goes, oh, honey. I said, oh, I think I won't go home now. <laughs> I couldn't get food on demand. I said, oh, I don't think I like this. <laughs> Johnny, you're muted. Everybody's yeah. so, everybody has know, a mute know, bug today. In in <laughs> in Fairview, where D lives, there's only one restaurant in town. Mm-hmm. One. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, we mostly eight in Nashville. Speak, so, yeah. Speaking of which, where in the world is Kodo Bartie? I messed that up. Let me, we're going to edit that and post. Where in the world is co-host DBRT? So uh, we're going to consult the Magic 8-Ball. We've not had to consult the Magic 8-Ball in a long time. Okay. Will DBRT be joining us this morning? No. And the answer is most likely. Most likely. I I hope so. I miss her. I think the Magic 8-Ball is lying because she told me yesterday that she has family in town and she's not going to be able to join us. But maybe the 8-Ball is telling the truth and maybe D will join us later because I think it would be a lot of fun for Drew to ask D anything. Yes. Hang on. Maybe the the shinning will work. Hold on. I can't take- believe I got my tongue tangled all over all <laughs> over that card. Anyway, uh before we get to that, what what is what what's happening on your desk, Ivy? A I'm lot. here. I'm A hearing lot. this. I'm actually texting D right now. Where are you? <laughs> that was my finger just texting D like D. This is the message. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> We're live. <laughs> well, while you're doing while you're doing that, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go through some comments here. Uh, Dave Mattingly says, good morning, Box Tops. And Carl Witzman says, the Peppermint Princess's magnetic shirt attracts all messy food. So it's not you, Willow. It's the no. shirt. No. <laughs> it's, now- not, it's, it's us. I, I'm, I'm messy. You see, this, you see this beautiful Fabletic shirt that I'm wearing right now? I'm surprised it is not stained yet. And watch me, watch me stain it later on today. <laughs> Just saying. Well, speaking of which, last night. Uh, I had some delicious, sweet and spicy chicken wings from Sam's Sports Grill in Nashville, Tennessee. And I I dropped the plate 
And no. so I got the sauce all over me, oh, all over no. me. And I still went to Walmart and nobody <laughs> noticed. It's Walmart. Everybody's yeah. sticky well, already. You're, you're a fashionista at Walmart if you <laughs> yeah. like that. You're like, this is the new collection of barbecue. Yes. <laughs> Dave Mattingly says Drew is a rotating co-host. I want to see him rotate. There you go. You know what's funny? I just recorded content of me doing that, and it's coming soon later on this week. Ooh, <laughs> just rotating around. Soon. So Carl Witzman says, I can't stay. I just wanted to drop my like and give you the magical two minutes of watch time. Thank you very much, Carl. I Thank appreciate you, Carl. that. And Thanks uh for the love. Chelsea Gonzalez says, oh, hi, enjoying this podcast after the hundredth time that Ivy has invited me and I finally got on, LOL. That's Chelsea, my cousin. Chelsea, <laughs> what are you doing? Ivy She's shouldn't have to invite you a hundred times. The first time, the first time you should have said, oh, of course, anything for you, Ivy, because we love you like everyone else loves you. Nah, she's busy. She runs multiple businesses. <laughs> well, that that uh, that profile pick has got me. Anyway. Hey, 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 hey! Calm down, calm down, buddy. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Chelsea says, "I don't know about coffee with cereal, though." Ha ha ha! Yeah, she always makes fun of me about that. That's always. Do you put milk in the coffee before you put the cereal in the coffee? Yeah, I, it's a it's almond okay. milk creamer. So I put Ooh. that first, and I just throw the cereal on top. Okay. The cereal is the Walla Walla Chalet. Mm. <laughs> so, Willow, there was a noise behind you and a pained look on your face. Is everything okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was uh, just reading stuff, uh, uh, catching up on social media. I'm sorry. Well, I'm hey, here. Don't, don't let the show <laughs> get in between you and your social media time. I'm just saying, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not really. Um, anyway, uh, Chelsea Gonzalez also says, I promise I've tried. Life has got me. <laughs> I know, ha, ha, ha. I love you. <laughs> well, Chelsea, we love you for being in the audience. And um, hello there. And um, Johnny, remember, you have to see me at Comic-Con. And you're coming to New York. Just remember that. <laughs> I, I need, I, yes, I want to come to New York. When is Comic-Con again? It is October, October 6th. Yeah. 4th to the 6th. So uh, we... That's is, not me. Is someone robbing you? <laughs> <laughs> First oh. of all, why is everyone looking at me? It is not that, me. <laughs> I, I looked at Johnny. So. <laughs> well, I automatically assumed that was Willow because her husband, Joe, is up behind her. No, and that's not here. And, and the, yeah, but now I know the truth. Yes. So, so dirty little secret. Drew is watching his son this morning because his wife and grandma aren't available to help out this morning. So um, we're just going to make fun of Drew all morning <laughs> and the chaos that is ensuing in his house. If but, if the baby throws a car toy at you while this show is live, I swear <laughs> I will add a hundred dollars to his college fund. <laughs> just straight across, just not hit you, just. Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> but for those of you who are watching this chaos, wondering what in the world is going on, 
you can comment just like our other guests have and, um, you know, uh, join the conversation. And this morning, we don't have an agenda. It's literally you ask us anything. Whatever burning question is in your heart. I love how brave you are doing this. <laughs> oh, Johnny, <laughs> did you see my text about um, Seth MacFarlane, fake guy, trying to yeah. send people to talk to me? Yeah. And the hackers are at it again. They're really trying really hard. They wanted me to write Seth a message on uh, Telegram. And if Telegram. you don't know, if you don't know about Telegram, Telegram is a social media app like. Uh, messaging like messenger and whatsapp and this is the type of uh social media that's account uh, attached to your phone number so be careful you guys no. the hackers are hacking and they're looting everywhere so just make sure you have your second authentication and you protect and you don't talk to people that don't follow your friends now ivy again no thanks ivy i think i think there's more to this story than you're letting on because i was hacked oh, no. <laughs> i got hacked oh, my no. wrestling profile this is personal this is personal don't let these <laughs> don't let these nobodies get y'all don't let them do it don't let well, them do it so so we we were talking about the orville Ooh, and yes. Drew, have you been watching the Orville? Have you seen that show? This I watched season? the first season. Okay. Um, Ivy and I are obsessed with the Orville. And season three has been phenomenal. Now, for those of you who don't know the Orville, the Orville was originally pitched by Seth MacFarlane to Paramount to be a new Star Trek series. And it was it was denied. It was shut down. And so he was like, all right, screw you, Paramount. I'm going to, you know, he, he had, he had the full treatment ready. So he went to Fox and he said, Hey, I want to do a parody of Star Trek. And they were like, Oh, you mean like galaxy quest? Yes. Just like galaxy (laughs) quest. And they did, they, they made the Orville. So seasons one and two are very much uh, a lot of slapstick comedy it's very much that Galaxy Quest uh, kind of humor parody. Um, it, it was really, it was really a comedy Star Trek show with your coworkers that you you're with every day, right? Um, but then with the Fox Disney merger, um, Orville just kind of got forgotten. Season three, wh- what's going on with it? And Disney 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 came to Seth and said we want you to do the show that you want to do. Oh, and and we're going to give you the money to do it. And so he did the the his original vision oh. of a Star Trek show. So season 3 is very different. Mm-hmm. It's it's not that parody like seasons one and two was. Okay, it's it's still with your coworkers that you work with every day. They're real people that you know that you can relate to, that you can put yourself in the place of those characters. But it's it's a heavy season. It deals with some real deal social issues, and um, it's it was phenomenal. And that's what I love about it. It entertains, it educates, it brings awareness. And, you know, like, truthfully, like, 
I has I sent Seth a, a DM just like thanking him because Battlestar Galactica, and I'm gonna keep saying this, used to be my favorite show ever, but Orville pushed them aside like a side chick on a Wednesday. So <laughs> I am super grateful for the I'm super grateful for Disney because this show has literally uh continue to open up my imagination for my own creativity and i just i just love it and i hope Seth fights for more seasons at least i'll be happy with another two yeah we'll we'll see what happens now dave mattingly says orville season three has been amazing but my favorite episode is still season one's firestorm and it's still been so long since I watched that episode. I'm gonna have to go back. Oh, that was a good one. Dave is my Dave is my other Orville buddy. Like literally, he messaged me when the uh, season three came out. Have you seen it yet, Ivy? Have you seen? It? I was like, I'm watching right now. I'm excited. We, we, always, talk, <laughs> we always talk about Star Galactica. We always talk about Star Star Trek. Do you guys remember or, or did you guys like um, Stargate? So SG one. I absolutely love Stargate. I loved Jam. I love the movie. The movie is in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. Um, and I felt like it deserved a, a proper sequel. I never got into the TV show, though. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason is because I typically just don't... I, I don't typically like TV shows based off movies. There, there's one exception, and that is uh, MASH. Mm-hmm. I, I loved the TV show MASH. Um, but the movie by Robert Altman, it's considered a, a masterpiece. I wasn't as in tune with the movie as I was the TV show. So that's kind of the only yeah. exception there. Mm-hmm. But like Alien Nation, I didn't get into that. Yeah. Um, the movie was brilliant, but just I, I don't know. There's today it's a little bit different. See, back back in the day when um when they did Alienation, when they did Stargate, there was such a clear divide between movie actors and TV actors. And so they never really crossed streams. Well, the MCU has changed that forever. So so now it could be different. Now I might enjoy shows based on the movie property if they can keep the same actors playing the characters. And that's been one of my problems, actually, with the DC Extended Universe on film is, you know, little controversy here. Why are you going to cast Ezra Miller as The Flash when you had, at the time, six seasons of Grant Gustin playing The Flash that fans loved and could relate to and wanted to be in the movie? Everyone... Never mind. Why are they still keeping Ezra Miller? So, as a Flash fan... As of like, he's my number one DC character, like all in all. Um, Drew, you Rick- can't take all my people, man. You gotta leave somebody. <laughs> you have for Storm. Me. You have Storm. I you know, Storm. I know, so- but still, flat. Fine, whatever. I guess he's a boy. You have him. But um, I, I felt like um, Grant. He was amazing. I've seen every season of The Flash. He was amazing. But I think he wants to do other things, honestly. Think about doing a the same show over and over and over again for six seasons. Well, probably more than more years. It's nine now. Nine, mm-hmm. nine, exactly. And 
at that point, he he probably just was like, no. And then you don't really see that happening, though, ever. I don't think I've ever seen somebody who played the actual character on a show transform into being the character in, like, the actual movies, if I can think of. There, there have and been you know, examples. I can't yeah. think of them yeah. right off the top of my head, but there have but been. I, I feel like um, I feel like Ezra Miller and even his casting was kind of like off for me too because he he's not the, he doesn't even look like the Flash really. Like the the facial structure, the hair color, all of that. They just try to they try to change it up. Um, and honestly, they can get somebody who could do it better. And Grant just needs to sit down and do something else with his life because I don't want him to be trapped in the Flash well, costume for forever. Well, it's too late. <laughs> it, it's too late. He already is. And so why not make all of the fans happy by... Look, here's the problem. For those of you who are listening in the future and you don't know what we're talking about, so there's all of this controversy coming out right now because the star of the upcoming Flash movie, which has finished filming, it's in post-production, Ezra Miller keeps messing up. And in, in not in little ways. <laughs> yeah, in so big, <laughs> big right. ways. Messing up. Uh, he is uh, a mess up. <laughs> uh, uh, let's just say uh, Law and Order. <laughs> they, they got nothing on this guy. Organized, he, uh, organized all this, all the trilogies, all the seasons. Just law and so, order. So he he's had problems with with aggression, assault. A uh, couple of weeks ago, there were allegations that he was running a sex cult. Then this week, he gets arrested for burglary. He's been pursued by authorities all over the country. He's been a you know a, a fugitive, and now. One of the girls who was a part of that cult has stepped forward with allegations. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse for Ezra Miller. And all of the fans online, I mean, almost without exception, are saying, dump this guy. You know, for a while, there was some people saying, well, yeah, he can get help. And, you know, by the time the movie comes out, maybe this will have all blowed over. Uh, and, no. but, but not now. Not now. And 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 now finally Warner Brothers is going um um uh, guys Houston we have a problem. And and so now there are three options on the table at Warner Brothers. One um force Ezra Miller to get counseling to get help and then release the movie with a limited uh press uh campaign from Miller and look, he might. How do you not do campaign that? Flash? Like that's that's the problem. Like, well, all of the other characters, all of the other actors would be on Letterman and and or Coney or whatever the shows are today. Letterman, McFallon, Fallon, <laughs> and uh, yeah. oh, somebody send Jimmy Fallon this clip. <laughs> yeah. Back back in my day, it was Carson and Leno. So you know, and Listen, Arsenio Hall, I really love, good show, really Jimmy. good. I love Jimmy. I take Jimmy. But um, anyway, anyway, so everybody else would go on the the press junket except for Ezra Miller, or if he did, it would be very controlled, very limited. Well, okay, he's he might agree. Okay, I'll get help, but there ain't no helping stupid. Mm-mm. And the boy is messing up in so do you think big this is, stupid ways. Do you think this is heightened by social media though? Because um, the actors of 
uh, well, actors have always been kind of like in this kind of precedence. It's just been shown a little bit more with Ezra Miller and even producers and directors have been worse than this, as we can all probably attest to from a lot of the acquisitions. It's just like, as, but the thing about Ezra Miller is like, you're part of a franchise and this is the flash movie is going to, because this is supposed to be the flashpoint paradox movie, right? Mm-hmm. So he will have to be in all the other <laughs> DC That's movies right. upcoming. So they, they're going to have to, it's going to be interesting because they already did justice league with Ezra Miller. How are they going to like circumvent the, like uh, even in the future, Hey, future people in the future, when they say, when they're, they come up with justice league one, I mean, two and three and four, and then a couple other movies, how are they going to be like, Oh, Ezra Miller was in this one, but he wasn't in this one. So they, they're going to probably get him, quote unquote, help, or he's going to be helped for a couple of like ye- years, or he's going to go through rehab, and then he's going to come out a new person. I just see this happening. I don't know if you've seen, um, um, what's that movie on Netflix, a superhero movie on Netflix? Um, come on. It's it's a superhero movie um, with a bunch of the brothers and sisters, Umbrella Academy. And, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The... Um, Klaus, yeah, the one that he reminds me of Klaus so much. Yeah, uh, okay, no, he a, does a little bit of parallel but, there. But, sure, but sure. Klaus needs help. I mean, Klaus did break into places. Okay, exactly. yeah, I see what he, you're he's like. He just yeah. needs help and like a grounding. And I, yeah, I just don't want them to mess up what they've already done just, and postpone the Flash movie again. That yeah. I really want to see. Well, I just, I just really I'm feel selfish. So, I just really feel that. For the fans, when everyone was disappointed that Grant wasn't playing Flash in these movies, that now they're kind of also using that as a like sign, like give us what we want, give us what we want. Yeah. And normally, thing. and normally, I would be completely against fan service. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Normally, and and but this was a case where I thought that casting choice was just the wrong move to make because as Dave Mattingly points out, Firefly, the entire cast of Firefly did the Serenity movie. Ah. And and the same cast went from TV to film. That's and because they felt like they needed to uh, have a tie-in with what happened. Well, that, that's right. It was, the, it was the continuing story. It had to be the same actors because it's the same characters. And so... Uh, and this is something that the Marvel Universe has understood. This is something that the Star Wars Universe has really understood from the very beginning. Um, and and the DC Universe, they just, they don't care. I, I don't know that they don't understand it. I don't think they care because they're all about making the money. They're not about character building and world building. They're about bank account building. But you can't and, you can't build your bank bank account if you don't have a good strategy in order to build that with those stories. That's that's right. And and so so the other two options that they have that they are considering is um just scrapping the whole thing. They've spent 200 million dollars on it. Scrap the whole thing, take a loss. That's not fair to the cast and crew that didn't mess up. And and did put in the work and they have work that deserves to be seen, but you know they've already scrapped. It's not Batgirl. fair to Brendan Fraser or the cast of Batgirl either, but they're ca- they they scrapped that. Well, look, look here. Here's the here's the fact. It is a business, and sometimes you have to make decisions based on 
business and business only. And I, I get that, but at the same time, there is a philosophy at Warner Brothers and Discovery that really does not embrace the creativity the way that a Disney or a Sony or Paramount does. They, especially Disney, they put the story first and then everything else falls in line. The third option that they're facing is, is what I've suggested since Ezra Miller started having issues. And that is to push the film a third time. It's been pushed twice now. Push it to 2025 and just re, don't reshoot the whole movie. Just reshoot the films with Ezra Miller, with Grant Gustin in the suit. And, and that makes all of the fans happy. And it takes all of the heat off of the movie and makes people actually excited to see it. And I'm just a fan of of seeing Grant get paid because he is one hell of a Flash. Like he embodied like who Flash is like down from like everything. I, I especially like if they did a Supergirl movie, like I would want Melissa Benoit because she's from CW. Like that was that was my everything. That was my show. But well, she says she's done playing that role. So who knows? Well, that movie got scrapped, too. Mm-hmm. So they were doing a Supergirl movie with a different actress playing Supergirl, and that's been shelved as well at Warner Brothers. They're, they keep, and, and if you didn't see the news this week, Doom Patrol and Titans is on the chopping block. I, I guarantee you by the end of next week, we're going to get the official news that it's been cut too. Titans can go. Doom Patrol, I like. Yeah. Titans I've, not, I've not seen it. I know it has a lot of fans. Yeah. Um, now, Dave Mattingly put in an interesting comment. He said, my all-time favorite TV show was The Middleman. Whoa. And do you know that I've never seen The Middleman? However, <gasps> I love I love the comic book series. It's a TV show based on a comic book series, and the comic book series is phenomenal. Was it was it on sci-fi? I I saw it on YouTube um, from a friend who sent me that, but I... It probably was. We should review it. We should review an episode. Willow, were you a fan of The Middleman? Did uh, you watch it? I, I've never seen it. Me neither. Okay. High five, Willow. Didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dave Mattingly asks this question. And you guys in the in the viewing audience, you can ask us any question in the uh, chat. Ask us anything. Dave Mattingly asks if y'all caught up with Sandman or Paper Girls. So... I'm going to I'm going to give you a hot take. I started Sandman. 5 minutes in. Oh. The Sandman did his job for Johnny. You got to watch it during the day. I started watching it on my lunch break. Drew, you're the same. It was so slow and so like it like you said, it put it put me to sleep. I did like Patton Oswalt as the Raven though. That was pretty hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I just Willow, have you started Sandman? No, I haven't watched Sandman yet. Um, here's the thing with me: like when it comes to all these like popular uh, TV shows, it takes me a while to be like, okay, fine, I'll watch it. Um, and it a lot of it, like if it's slow for you guys, and uh, my my attention span's not going to be willing to put up with it. Are you are you riddled with ADHD? Probably. 
Um, so Paper Girls, has, has anyone started watching Paper Girls? No. No, I, I didn't even know what that is. Yeah. So Paper Girls is on Amazon Prime. It is based on a comic book series um, about four girls in the 1980s. Um, they, they, they are literally Paper Girls in the 80s. And while doing their routes, they get swept up into this whole supernatural mystery thing. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Scooby Doo meets Stranger Things oh, on bicycles. Um, and it was a very, uh, very critically acclaimed comic book series. Now I've not started it myself yet. It's on the list. Probably I'll start watching it this week. See, my thing is, I'm a movie guy. I. I love to sit down for movies. I can watch movies all day because it's a self-contained experience, right? You're, you're, you know, two hours, two and a half, three hours, you're done. Beginning, middle, and end. Unless it's the John Wick movies. In that case, I'm just like, what did I just waste my time on? Whoa, but, whoa, whoa, hey, hold on, 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 hold John Wick to me was pointless. There was no point to that. There was no redeeming. You don't characters. like dogs, Johnny. You don't like dogs. I lo- listen, listen. <laughs> I I get that he's sad that his dog he lost his got wife killed. and his dog, Johnny. Well, his wife died of natural causes, and she sent him a puppy to have That's love, and wanted. they killed it. I, so look, they must die. They must. <laughs> They needed to make remake the whole storyline of uh, John Wick. Like, I like the fighting, I like the videography, but the storyline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I can understand getting revenge on the one guy that killed the dog. Maybe it's still pretty extreme, but he is Baba Yaga. but but going like three movies of like he's killing an assassin. the entire he's an organization. Assassin. He but, killed the big boss. The big bosses like I, I know, I know. But it he just, said in the first one, you know what? I'm back. That's it. That's all we need. Yeah, that's all I need. He's back. Listen, the, gu- gunpowder. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy, Ivy. If you like John Wick, I'm going to recommend you watch Gunpowder Milkshake. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. That's a good one. It, it it it's the same idea, but I think it does it better than John Wick. Yeah, it's 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 has like to your point, it has more of a story behind it. Yes, and it's a um, she's not a fan fatale. She's a she she's basically a girl assassin. You, yeah, you'll see. But it's it's a Karen Gillum. The thing about John Wick is like turn you can turn off your cerebral cortex and just watch the movie. That's exactly. that's the best part. It's just that's like what I love about it. That's well, what I love so about it. last night I went and saw Bullet Train. Ooh, how was it? I loved it, but it's that same kind of a movie. It was fast. It was violent. It had no redeeming value at all, but the production value was amazing. the The directing and the writing, the characters were spectacularly done. 
And it was just a lot of fun. Um, it is bloody, it is gory, but it takes place on a bullet train in Tokyo, going from Tokyo to Kyoto, Japan. And it's all about revenge. And um, it was it was great. It was great. Um, because it was like it was like John Wick meets Mission Impossible movies. And okay. and it's it's directed by the same guy who directed John Wick. He directed the Deadpool movies. Um, but this one was, in my opinion, better than those. So uh, a lot of fun. You didn't like Deadpool? You don't like Deadpool, Johnny? Listen, I hate you... the character of Deadpool. Hate what? Deadpool. Hate Deadpool. No, no, play that sound. Because that's what that sounds like. <laughs> I'm but, like, what? Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Have you seen what is happening? The because series I, with Deadpool and Spider-Man is one of the greatest combinations of all time. Yes. Listen, all time. Listen, Deadpool was created by Rob Layfield as a a literal, literal parody of Deathstroke the Terminator from the Teen Titans. He was it, he was created as a blatant ripoff, and and Leefield has even admitted that. And and did so, he also create Dazzler? No, no, I thought Dazzler he- was created by Stan Lee and Roy Thomas, and in, uh, in the seventies. And um, yeah, you need to check out the original Dazzler comics, Willow. Phenomenal. Epic. You mean from the eighties? Wait, I'm not, I'm not, Johnny, I'm not over you talking the way you are about John Wick and Deadpool. My, like, I'm still, I'm still, listen, Listen, I woke up three minutes before the show. I'm trying to mentally process this right now. So listen, the the Deadpool character in the comics is, is the most overrated comic book character ever created. He's, he's, he's paper thin. There is no depth to the character of Deadpool at all. And I don't like that. I, I want characters who have depth, who have gravitas, who have real, real, not, I don't want to say trauma, but who have <coughs> substance, <coughs> real emotional substance. And Deadpool just doesn't. And that's for some, part about him. well, I, I, I get that. For some people, that's an attraction, but not for me. It's not for me. And you know everybody likes what they like. I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding too. I'm just joking around. But like, but really. I really, I really listen, listen, Johnny. I say this from the bottom of my heart. I really hope they make another Deadpool movie, and it comes out on Christmas. Mm. And when <laughs> they had a Chris, they had a Deadpool Christmas. I don't know. No, if yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing that. No, but another one, like like DJ Kelly, another one. Another one. <laughs> well, speaking of mindless comics. Um, now, and that's why I, I don't get into TV shows as much. If I'm going to get into a TV show, I, I have to be ready to make the commitment to night after night after night or week after week after week. It's it's a big deal for me. So can I don't I, watch as much TV as people think. Can I ask you, talking about movies, have you seen Lightyear? Yes. Thoughts? Comments? I loved, I loved it. It was I, pretty good. Yeah, I, thought it was a, yeah. I thought it was a perfect movie. It was cute. It, it was it was everything it needed to be, everything it sh- was supposed to be. I thought it was marketed horribly. Um, yes, Disney did not know how to get people on board with that movie. But the more people I talk to that have actually seen it, the more people I talk to who loved it. Yeah. Um, 
I also right. went last week, speaking of good movies, um, DC's Ooh. League of Super Pets. Oh, this in this house, that's a, a sore topic. Really? Why yeah. why is that? My uh daughter and one of my best friends, my uh her godfather took her to see that movie. Um, and they, she came home and she's she's a comic book head. She went to me com Comic Con and everything. She loves comic books, um, she loves pets. So I was like, Oh, it's gonna be a perfect movie for her. She was like, It's so boring. It was so boring. It was so boring, Daddy. I like I didn't like the dogs. I didn't like she said she liked the um, I think it was like a pink pig or something like that or it's it's a hairless guinea pig hairless guinea pig she's like she, i like that i want that toy but no other no, than no, that, no drew this is this is your daughter yes drew and, and <laughs> the, the hairless guinea pig is an evil evil it's not too far from her if you know her <laughs> I like yeah. your daughter. <laughs> I like I like her too. Where's yeah, she at? Listen, listen. So uh, wait, the, the hairless ahead, guinea pig is, is the are they owned by Lex Luthor? Yes. Ooh, <laughs> yes. That makes sense. That yeah, makes the, sense. The, the 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 so, radiation that caused Lex Luthor's hair to fall out caused the guinea pig's hairs to fall interesting. out. Interesting. And and also gave her superhuman abilities. Um she has uh telekinesis and telepathy and control can control people and she's she, she's that's pretty much my daughter it's pretty much my daughter she likes yeah. okay oh so hold like, on oh, drew okay. let me get this straight your daughter is a potential super villain mm -hmm. but is a genius because yes. lex yeah it makes sense you know she like has... father like daughter <laughs> oh, <thank laughs> Just kidding. well what thank you <laughs> you fell into that one <laughs> So you guys, we got some great comments in the chat that I want to get to. Um, Let's do it. Yeah, and um, Dave Mattingly says, the middleman was on ABC Family, which became Freeform. Okay, okay, which means it's owned by Disney, yeah. which means it should be on Disney+. Plus. Come on, Disney, what are you doing? Give us middleman. The comic Listen, book was just unlock genius. the vault and throw everything on the streaming app. We are tired of waiting. And <laughs> Crayley says, well, Dave, I'm not caught up with any of those either, talking about Paper Girls and uh, Sandman. Ooh, um, and Crayley says, uh, Crayley Vanessa says, Willow, I'm the same way. The more pressure there is to watch something, the less I can bring myself to get around to it. Yeah, me too. I don't like those. I don't like hype shows. I like watching those shows that make me feel good, entertain <clears throat> me, and it's like, ooh, this is mine. I'm in the process of watching Mindhunter right here right now. Oh yes, and yes, I love it. So good. See, I'm I'm kind of the same way, Willow. I was not on the Stranger Things train at first, but everybody was posting about how great it was, how great it was, and. Finally, six months later, after the hype settled down, I sat down, I watched it, and I was like, the hype is real. I'm on the yep. Stranger Things bus now. And and it was it was really fantastic. So here's what I'm gonna say to you, Willow. Trust Johnny's hype. When I tell you it's good and you should watch it, you should just say, if Johnny says so, there we go. You know, be a good, a good segment yeah, on I, reels. Johnny recommends, like a Johnny recommends section. Just do oh, reel. that'd be cute. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like five second clip of like why you like it. That's not a bad idea. Johnny staff picks. Yeah. 
And Dave Mattingly says Paper Girls is like a mashup of Stranger Things and Outer Limits with time travel and battle mechs. Battle mechs now has me sold. I'm going to start watching that show today. Ooh, yes, please. <laughs> Another thing that I did that um, I, I've got burnt so much uh, when it came to people saying, oh, this movie's great. You should go watch it. <sighs> Bridesmaids. That was a shit movie. Why are you like me? <laughs> what's going on, on on that side of the screen? Like, what's, what's, what's going happening? on over there? What's going on? Listen, I would have never <laughs> gone to see Bridesmaids to begin with. Willow, I now question all of your life choices. Um, I saw it on cable. I think that's why, because it was free. Maybe that's why I liked it. Same. It entertained me. It's pretty funny. But they have great. They have they they had a great cast. Was they not really worth going to see it in the theater, guys. I'm so poor. I can't even afford anything. <laughs> I'm so poor. It's a bridesmaid quote. <laughs> Crayley Vanessa says the point of John Wick, the first one, was voyeurism. Okay, some things in life are just super upsetting, and it's nice to imagine going on a massive rampage. <laughs> To deal with it. The assassin organization plot completely came apart for me in the sequels. Thank so, you, Crayley. This is Crayley, my favorite comment of the show. <laughs> but, but I'm a little bit concerned about Crayley. Nope, nope, that's my girl. <laughs> for her, it's nice to imagine going on a massive rampage to deal with it. Listen, um, Kevin I, Nash I was in that movie. Yeah. He told Kevin Nash, to, he said, good night, have a good night. Mm-hmm. And he just let him in the club. He's like, yo, no beef. No beef, man. <laughs> He's like, no beef. <laughs> go ahead, uh, do what you gotta do, but I'm gonna go home today. <laughs> Dave Mattingly says, Gunpowder gun Milkshake was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. Great movie. Uh, and Crayley says, there doesn't have to be depth if it's funny enough. LOL. So, yes, but I, I feel like even comedy, slapstick comedy and comedic characters have to have depth of backstory there there has to be something behind the comedy some and, and that's some kind of trauma some kind of angst some kind of parody or statement on you know current that's what made the three stooges brilliant is yes it seems like mindless slapstick comedy but when you look at the scenario of the world that they were in when they were making those it was the depression, World War II, Nazis were killing people. I mean, the the trauma in the world was real. And they were a release valve for all of that pressure. And they didn't they didn't pretend that none of that was going on. But their antics, their hijinks were happening in and amongst all of that. And that's what made the show Hogan's Heroes so fun. It took a dark, dark, dark topic of POW prison camps in World War II being imprisoned by the Nazis and turned it into a hilarious social commentary comedy. And maybe that's one of the things that's missing for a lot of these modern movies is the social commentary. Is I like comedy, but for me, the comedy has to have a point. I got you. No, thank you. No, 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 <laughs> no. 
Listen, I mean, you love my comedy, so you know, you know, I have a point. But and certain certain things are not going to have a point because it's literally off of just imagination or an imagination from something that actually took place, and just bringing that a little bit more extravagant and just making fun of it. It's like, you know, the fact that you don't like John Wick. That's funny to me. <laughs> and it's also sometimes you just want to escape. You know, you want to escape from the day-to-day yeah. monotony and, you know, knowing that X and Y and Z is happening. And you don't want the social commentary sometimes. And well, I think that's a lot of, uh, and back then, I don't think uh, people had as much access as well. So social commentary came from comedy because that was kind of the, you know, the access that some people had to lessen the load that they were d- taking on a day-to-day basis. Definitely the Great Depression yeah. where people were, you know jumping out buildings yeah. and starving to death mm-hmm. and you know families getting split up but you know and that that's the problem that i have with deadpool is that he just has no none of that depth but he, the depth is the love story the love of his life he is trying to get back to the love of his life and also Himself. he's in a con- also yeah of course and then also in the comic books his whole thing is he's a comet he's like the he's us Mm-hmm. looking at the comic book um, and thinking all these things. And he's just br- breaking through that wall. I think it's the third wall. And he's really just commenting on the the extra- like extraordinary viewpoints that we should have, that we're having. Like, why is this person doing this? Why is Wolverine doing this? Why is he, like, why is he so heavy? Wouldn't he be able, to- he wouldn't be able to float? Like, things like that. Like, he's... I I love Deadpool just because he's so much different than any. <laughs> I love this comment too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not well, reading it no, for our listeners. No, hold, hold on, Drew. Can you read the comment? <laughs> um, I will read the comment. I don't know if I trust your judgment now that I know how you feel about Deadpool, and I think this was in reference to Johnny's talking about Deadpool. And, and that was curious I'm idea. Curious. So there thank you, Booski. <laughs> <laughs> no, to each his own. To each his own. To each his own. Oh. I like bridesmaids too. I'm Team Ivy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. See? Yeah. <laughs> it's coming out like hot lava. Sorry, <laughs> guys. That was that was last Saturday, y'all. <laughs> That's why I was late, remember? <laughs> Yikes. Now, Crelly Cre- 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 says, I mean, you probably should be concerned about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look who it is. Showing up at the end of the hour. Ryan. Ryan. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Look who just Ryan? rolled out of bed. <laughs> Ryan Permission, you can ask us anything and you ask us how are you? I'm currently a little confused that Johnny doesn't like Deadpool or John Wick. When I thought he was like okay, the so long lost brother, I, I've always dreamed. Ryan Reynolds before. is the most handsome man I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And he's just hilarious in anything he does. I don't care if he's selling a box of Kleenex. I don't care if he's on Instagram or um, Twitter or TikTok. I don't care if he's playing Deadpool, Free Guy. He's just amazing. Okay, so yeah, let Free me, Guy was really. Good. I'm going to say this about Ryan Reynolds. The hot take. You guys are not going to agree with this. Hold on, Ooh, hold on. I, I think I know where you're going. Hold on, Johnny. I, how much of on a scale of one to ten? How much is this going to break my heart? 
10. Oh. Um, Ryan Reynolds is one of the handsomest mans. Mans? Mans. He's one of the <laughs> handsomest men's that ever walked. He is, he is one of the handsomest men who have ever walked the planet. I will give you that. The, the man is flipping gorgeous. I say that in all of my heterosexual security. However, I think he tries too hard to be funny, and it just falls flat when he tries to be funny to me. How, now, here's the caveat. When he's not trying to be funny, he's hysterical. The movie, The Adam Project, is my oh, favorite yeah. oh, Ryan yeah. Reynolds movie. movie. That movie was Great phenomenal. Movie. And he was not trying to be funny at all, but there were mo- moments of true comedy gold in that movie. And that 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 movie was fantastic. Sometimes it's not about what you're what you're saying, it's the delivery of how you're saying it. Well, and that's right. And and for his for me, his delivery seems very forced. Mm-hmm. Now it worked for him in Free Guy because he's supposed to be an awkward program. He's a program. And so that awkward comedy should be a little bit flat. And for me, it worked perfectly. But and that's just my opinion about Ryan Reynolds as a comedy actor. When he's not trying to be funny, he's really funny. No, and, I love him. And he had a cameo in Bullet Train, which oh. was hysterical. Hysterical. Um, let's see. Ryan Permison says, read New Teen Titans Judas Contract recently. Anyone read that? Yes. I Well... Wait, are you talking about the New 52 Judas Contract? Or are you talking about the original run with uh, Len Wein and George Perez and Marv Wolfman that uh, they did back in the 80s? Because if you're talking about the 80s story, classic, perfect, untouchable. I've not read the new one. I saw the movie. The movie was pretty good. The movie was pretty good. It It was pretty decent. Um. Now, Ryan Permission says, Ivy, I dig the kicks box. I ate those a lot several years ago. Yep, she puts kicks in her coffee. Mm-hmm. And what, what was the final verdict on honeycomb and coffee? Is it a uh, winner? It is a winner. So you guys will be seeing it rotating throughout the show. It is definitely a winner. Um, it did not change the taste of my coffee. And the way it melted into the coffee was like, if you ever dip like... I'm Spanish. I don't know if you have done this, but if you take some bread, hot bread and cheese, toast it, and dip it in your coffee, it tastes like that soft goodness. So yes, honeycomb. It's a win. Now, now Ryan does say something that I agree with 100%. That 80s movies are better than some of today's movies. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about this last week, right? I think there, and and I went on social media on our Facebook group on Facebook, and I asked people, what are some movies from the 80s that you feel like could be re-released today as if they were a brand new movie marketed all over again as a brand new movie, and our fans came out in droves in the comments, and very few surprises in that list of movies. Goonies, Lost Boys, E.T., Back to the Future, uh, many of the Star Wars movies, Empire Strikes Back, um, Indiana Jones, all of them, The Rocketeer, all of them agreed that those could be re-released as brand new movies today. And um, if they didn't call them classic or old movies, 
kids would get into them, new audiences would discover them and fall in love with them all over again. And uh, I have a friend that took uh, his daughter to see E.T. at the theater this week. She had never heard of it and was blown away by how good it was. And and that's so uh, Ryan Permission says John Wick is all of us when we are super angry. No, it's not. No, no it's I not. that it's it's me though. So John, yeah, I have yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have never once wanted thousand. to go on a murderous rampage, uh, but uh, well, not murderous rampage, but just like the level of just anger that you know when you so you're so angry, there's a fire inside of you. <laughs> okay, I have multiple times, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm back. <laughs> so and I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> okay, so so the movie. The movie that deals with that topic is a movie called Falling Down. With Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. it's an old movie, but mm-hmm. uh, Michael Douglas. and He does an amazing job in that movie. That movie is amazing. And it's all about the social commentary of dealing with stress and, you know, the pressures of life. And when do you come to your breaking point? And yeah, just a little, anyway, it's a great movie. If you've not seen it, see it. I mean, Angel Love, Curious Idealist says, where have you been? Almost every movie these days has some social commentary. I'm impressed now when people can make a movie that engages you into a story. So uh, here's here's where, what I'm talking about. All art should have an agenda. All art. Good art has an agenda because art has the power to impact lives and to change lives, change people's opinions. It should entertain, educate, inform, and and have an impact. Any art. And because of that, good art has an agenda. Whether you agree with the agenda or not is up to you. But, but good art has an agenda. You know what doesn't have an agenda? Cotton candy. Cotton candy is delicious, it's fun, it's colorful, but it doesn't fill you up. It leaves you hungry for more. And nobody came away from the circus talking about the amazing cotton candy they had. That doesn't mean there's not a place for cotton candy. It's got a place and it's got a purpose and it fills a need sometimes, but you can't subsist on a diet of cotton candy. That's how I look at entertainment and art. Um, I want I want filet mignon and potatoes au gratin with a side of Brussels sprouts glazed in bacon, honey bacon jam and duck fat. And sometimes I will just want cotton candy. And it's okay. Both have their places. But see, Dave Mattingly says, I didn't care for Deadpool myself. And I'm going to say it's probably for the same reason. That, the, breaks, the, that breaks my heart, Dave. Now, Dave, look. Here, we breaks my heart. Dave. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I've never seen the Deadpool movies. I've only seen him in the comics. Here we go. Okay? Here we go. So, so Here we the, go. <laughs> the, reason, the reason I've never seen the movies is because I hate the comic book character. However, just for you guys. Just give talking, him a little chance. Just... I will watch the movies and I will give you my opinion on 
the movies. Okay, so this is what I need, Johnny. I need a time lapse of you watching the movie. I want to see some expressions. I want you to pause it and give your opinion. I need to, I need. Just that first sequence, like that first sweet sequence alone in the first movie is mm -hmm. like, yeah. It's right, a pizza. I, <laughs> I'll watch it and I'll give you my opinion. But based on the comic book character alone, I've never been a Deadpool fan. Ryan Permison says the Judas contract uh, graphic novel that he read was the original run of the Teen Titans with uh, Wen Perez and Marv Wolfman. Great, great, great story. That's the story. Yeah, great one. Um, golly, there are so many comments. I, I Man, we've lit. I, I gotta go, we, guys. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Willow's gotta go. She's gotta go to the furry con. Those of you who have commented live during the show, we are not gonna get to every comment. However, I will respond to every single one in um, on on social media or on YouTube later. Um, we're just not gonna get to all of them. I apologize. You guys have been great. You watching guys the have show. been amazing. We Thank didn't you. even. For hanging out we didn't even get to drew asking us questions this this has been a huge <laughs> success yeah so we need to do an ask us anything episode again <laughs> and we look we didn't even get to new loot yeah i i, I had I, new loot this morning it's we okay didn't, we this didn't get was, to any fun. of it oh Ooh, i love that cute. i love that <laughs> here's my new loot Ooh. the magnetic <laughs> t-shirt Mine so, is still in the Amazon box. I was trying to unbox it with you guys. So Willow's got to go. Willow, tell people where they can follow, find, and support all you. Right. And then you get can out. find me all over social media. I am the social media socialite. You, uh, uh, although I'm not on that social media app that Ivy got hacked on. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're, you're not on. You're not on Instagram. I, I am on Instagram. I thought you said something. I, th I thought oh, there no, was a was different Instagram. app that you got. <laughs> no. Okay. So, yes, I am on Instagram. You guys can Google my name if you so wish to find out where uh, all the places that I am. And, uh, well, follow me on Instagram uh, uh, and Facebook and TikTok because I will be posting all day uh, about all my adventures at the Furry Con. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. And and hey Willow, you have access, admin access to the uh, uh, back of the cereal box Facebook page. So post some of those pictures and uh, adventures there Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. All right. Bye bye, Willow. You guys have have fun. a good day. All right. So, golly, what a fun episode. Um, so Drew, tell people where they can follow, find, and support you. I am live from the WFH studios. Um, and if you want to go support me, DrewVersusTheWorld.com. Awesome. Awesome. Ivy? That was so cute. WFH. If you want to follow me just, or, you know, send me a message or you want to, uh, you know, send me some uh, some money or book me for an event, hit me up at Healing with Ivy. You could catch my podcast, Healing with Ivy, comes out once a month. And we talk about all things self-care, mental health, and make sure you are taking care of yourself before you're taking care of others. Outstanding. Outstanding. Thank you, Ivy. For those of you who uh, want to follow, find, and support me, johnpica.com. Um, this week, I uh, posted a new review on our Back Issue Breakfast Club of Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries. 
uh, check that out. Uh, this week, I will be doing a review of the Power Rangers versus Ninja Turtles trade paperback. Uh, also, I will be doing some serial reviews this week. So make sure you follow the channel, subscribe to us on YouTube, and uh, follow us on Instagram. But you can do all of that at johnpica.com or backofthecerialbox.fun. And if you love the show, consider becoming a contributor at buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. If you love the show, buy us two, three bowls of cereal. If you hate the show, buy us an entire box of cereal so that we can uh, make the show better for you. So with that, uh, I'm going to... Crayley's uh, comment. I think you should see Craig's last comment. Oh, and oh, she's... Yeah, she's absolutely right. Make sure you read the uh, Back of the Cereal Box blog too. And that is on our website at backofthecerealbox.fun, backofthecerealbox.fun. And I've got a card for that right here, right here, backofthecerealbox.fun. Bookmark it. Love it. Mean it. Crayley does an amazing job with our Cereal Box blog, and um, it's pretty, pretty freaking amazing. Love you, Crayley. Crayley's phenomenal she's the best she's the best around nothing's gonna ever keep her down she's the best around she's awesome all right guys and gals friends and foes we gotta go i gotta go get some double stick tape for my son's graduation cap drew did you see the piece of artwork i did yes i did yeah yes so, I did. Congrat- congratulations on um congrats. are you yeah. an empty nester now no Okay, okay. No. Still got one more? Yeah. Two more? Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, everybody, if you like the show, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share it with two, three hundred of your closest friends and family. And until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box.